Welcome to Bad Deck Breakdowns, a Star Wars CCG deck building podcast. On each monthly episode, we discuss a different, original, underpowered, and often thematic deck, how it does or does not work, and most importantly, what makes the deck bad and why you should play it anyways. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Bad Deck Breakdowns. I'm your host, Kendall. With me as always is Matt. Hello. And we have the man, the myth, the legend, advocate himself, Mr. Scott Lingrell. Glad I could be here. Welcome. Hello, Scott. So, so Scott, uh, for, for those listeners who don't know who you are, uh, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you introduce yourself? So I am one of the advocates that help run the game. I guess I'm considered the lead advocate. I uh, have been so for, uh, I don't know, a decade or more. And I uh, just help kind of oversee everything that the game does. So you are you are the boss of the game. And have you been in that role more or less? And you said you've been for for better part of a decade or? Uh, more than that. It's probably been... Yeah, probably 18 years, something like that. So, so not right, not right when the PC became the PC, but for a long time. Soon after. Yeah. But when I, but 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 when it, it's when I was still in high school. Yes. (laughs) When Matt was in high school. (laughs) I was. And and over that 18 years, I've had plenty of time to come up with bad deck ideas. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, you've covered in the past too. Well, Scott, I, I, I greatly appreciate your bad deck ideas, and I find you one of the most unique deck builders out there and active currently. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you built a deck, and it's uh, one that I've been wanting to talk that we've been wanting to talk to you about for a long time because it starts Twilight Advisor. Yes, which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, and i don't even know where i got the idea originally from um but the idea was i saw it somewhere and back in legacy there was a a shada deck and shada basically would start instead of zizor and the idea was you would start presence you'd start flipped and she would do two damage so the first turn you do two damage and one drain and and I just like that concept of putting the pressure on the opponent. Mm-hmm. So I I tested it uh with pod racing maybe as kind of a new iteration maybe a year ago. Um and the problem ran into not having enough force to pay for the retrieval but the the idea is you're doing damage pretty quickly um and you just kind of keep them on their toes very right. early. Right so so We've got an Agents of the Black Sun deck that starts the special edition Twilight Advisor as it's starting Interrupt, and then you immediately dump Presence of the Force with that. Jabba's on... Palace. Yeah. Presence. Uh, Jabba's Palace uh, Twilight Advisor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jabba's Palace, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then do you, do you put the Presence right at she's a site to start, or you dump it? I mean, we just played a game and you put it on the Jedi Council Chamber. Well, that's the, yeah, 99% of the time you put it on your site first. And the idea is you flip automatically, start a game. The only matchup you don't is if they start the Council Chamber for maybe decks that start the Council Chamber or Hitco, you put it there. Because the idea is you want to move it there, and right. it was easier to just start it there instead. 
Right, and you can move it there with this fun little card called, is it Surprise in this surprise. one? Surprise, yeah. Okay, so what does Surprise do and how does it fit in here? So so the idea is um, in the iteration that I've been playing with, with Scum and Villainy, you basically have Shazor sitting there waiting to get beat up. Right. And the idea is eventually they're going to come through and, and kill you off. And they're going to have presence of the force and they're going to be draining. They're going to be happy. Well, the idea, though, is you're going to surprise the, the effect away from them and you play coward. So now instead of them having a battleground to drain at, right. you go somewhere else to Tatooine. They're stuck with a couple of guys just sitting there. And, right. it, you know, so it, it really helps. Now, ideally, you want to take over the site and just sit there and drain. But in the if they don't play the council chamber you're eventually going to move away and they're eventually going to take over the site so it just it just allows you to move away move the the effect cuz surprise it relocates any non to any non immune alter effect to another location right so it just really uh, you basically you move it away and you call it a day right and and you and you and I just played a hitco game and um I was playing a kind of a updated VSET 13 hit go deck with you yeah. know, the new Anakin Skywalker interrupt and that kind of stuff. But we had a we had a nice battle at the Jedi Council Chamber, basically almost immediately, and then you you uh, move presence off the Council Chamber um, onto the Audience Chamber, so onto Tatooine, pulled coward, and all of a sudden I'm stuck there. Yeah, yeah. So and the other option is another idea is you go to the system early. And you can then relocate it to the system, and now you have a drain two system. So it right. depends on the matchup, um, you know. And then obviously, surprise can help with other things. I, my favorite is neighboring, right? If they try and, and neighboring into you, um, the way it's it's bugged on Gimp, but you can relocate it to any person to come to your site. Um, I played a um, a deck with uh, car, what's the um, Cloud City deck, Quiet Mining Colony. Right. And someone Path of a Least Resistance Jedi Luke to my site, and I made it be Lobot instead. <laughs> so that card can really give you flexibility if you don't okay. need to move the effect. Gotcha. So surprise, how, how is it supposed, supposed to work? And what's the bug on GIMP that I know has been reported and I imagine yeah. the, the slicers are working on? Yeah, so the idea is theoretically in neighboring is the biggest issue. Um, right. Everything else kind of works pretty good, but neighboring basically you pick your characters that you want to move, you then decide where they want to go. Well, with surprise, you should be able to figure out who they're retarget to any character you want, and then you can send them to any site you want. So, oh. like, ideally, if they're at uh, they want to come to your site at the audience chamber and they have the Hoth docking bay out, you should be able to send everybody there. Right. But it doesn't work. It only lets you change the characters, not the the site right now. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Okay, so let's take let's take a let's take a, a zoom out here real fast because you yeah, got sorry. So you've given us you've given us the elevator pitch. Now um uh, if you can just if you can just run through the run through the list for us, you don't necessarily have to read every card, but if you want to read every card fast, that's fine. We'll have a list in the show notes, but this helps, I think, uh, when people are just you know just listening. Um, yeah, not, so not, not, you not know, reading. Kind of go through the cards and yeah. and the the usefulness of them, or just 
uh, um, the list. I would say I would say fly through the list and then and yeah. then and then jump back uh, uh, jump back and, and we can and we can break it down a little bit. With so so I'll go down. through the characters first, right? You got Ara Singh with Blaster. You've got Boba Fett, Bounty Hunter. You've got Cad Bane. You've got Dengar with Gun. You've got Jasper V. You've got uh, Doctor uh, Afra. You've yep. got Greedo. You've got Django. You've got Double Zizor, in case you lose one. You've got Reese. You've got Snuva, Vigo, Zam Wessel, and then you've got three droids. You play Forlom, virtu- uh, non-virtual. You play IG-88 with Riot Gun, and then P-59. And then when you go through the uh, effects, you play Crush, Crush the Rebellion, um, Image of the Dark Lord, Jabba's Haven, uh, obviously Knowledge and Defense, No Escape, Two Presence of the Force, Two Scum and Villainies, Two Zizor's Bounties. Um, you go to the locations, you've got the flagship bridge, you've got the Coruscant you start, which is the virtual one, you've got the Imperial City virtual, you've got the audience chamber, the dungeon, you've got the Rancor pit, and then just Jabba's Palace. Um, for space, you've got the Fallon Fist and Zuckus and Mist Hunter. And then you've got a whole host of interrupts. So you've got a dark time for the rebellion, altar virtual, control set for stun, defensive fire, hut smooch, two Ellis, you play a Gick. You got the new, uh, I've never asked for anything twice. You've got three Wookiee kisses. You've got uh, Lana Dobreed combo. I feel like this wouldn't be a Scott deck without something like uh, the Wookiee kiss in there. Absolutely. Masterful move, projective telepathy, surface defense V, double surprise, Twi'lek. You've got We Have a Prisoner. You've got uh, to accelerate our plans and then weapon levitation. Right. So uh, I, this is, I think, Scott, the maybe the first AOBS deck that I've seen, but I mean, no emperors in here at all. Nope. But I guess you don't, I mean, you don't really need him because you're not playing Shadows of the Empire. That's not the point of this deck. Yeah, and with Scum and Villainy, you can't have any Imperials except for uh, uh, Mara. And I don't think, yeah, Mara's not even in the deck, so. Right. So then have you gone through iterations or versions of this deck to get to the kind of this current Scum one? Yeah, so, you know, when I look at the older versions, um, one of the problems I would run into is that um, people would play Jedi Resilience and a lot of the the cards to get people back. So that's when I put in one of the We Have uh, Prisoner cards. Okay. Um, Just to be able to capture Luke, let's say, and now all of a sudden you kind of have him. Uh, The other thing is I I found that the Hut-Smooch combo really helped for undercover spies instead of the other option because then I could move him over to the dungeon and retrieve two force. Right. Um, You know, the new interrupt, I never asked for anything twice, obviously, to get back any key card. Um, I think some of the other things, you want to keep Luke off the table, right? So the goal is uh, you're going to use Wookiee Kisses to stop Luke if possible. Um, if you can't, then you you have to try and kill him as quickly as possible. And, wo- and but, when you say you know, Wookie kiss, you mean I just as soon kiss a Wookie. Yes, the, yes. The, sorry, sorry. It's, it's and which is which basically which remind me what it does. So if they deploy the card. You use three force and put them back. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, right in, it's right in the hand. Bounces him back. 
Yeah. It's also good for that first, listen, depending on the matchup with Hitko, you know, if I put the presence there and I've got a Wookiee kiss and, and maybe a Greedo, uh, I just move over and I can bounce back one of your characters because typically what they'll do is they'll play two guys first turn if they come down um, and you can stop one of them and then bounce the other and they don't have ability five to draw destiny or ability six. Right. So then you can usually put some guys down and, and do some damage on the return. Right. Um, so you need to have the Wookiee kisses to kind of, you can set it up defensively. You can also set it up by just stopping Luke. Um, you know, but I think the biggest changes over the time has been uh, stuff like the extra surprise, the extra uh, Zyzer's bounty, um, the we have a prisoner and the hut smooch combo are kind of the extra cards I've put in here or there. Right. Now, the, the Hut Smooch combo I hadn't seen playing really a lot of other decks, um, but Lenny was playing it in his map deck, I think, Endor Grand Prix in 2018. So that okay. was just interesting because then you, know, you run into Jin, you run into something else, you just capture him. And in this case, um, just like in CCT, you can dump him in the dungeon, retrieve two force, and then, um, you know, if Luke is there, you're going to stay kind of perma flipped, basically. Right. Somebody and that's the idea that also with deck. Somebody played that in the yeah. court deck uh, uh, at nationals because I remember they needed to right. borrow one, and I had to. Yeah, and I think with that, we have a prisoner because you're playing at Jabba's palace. I think those two ways to maybe get a little retrieval, uh, it just seemed to make sense. Okay, um, I also liked on the, the the Gimp little log when we were playing um, the dark side drain at the audience at the Jedi Council chamber was five for dark side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so against Hitco, that's what I mean. If if they don't come down, uh, you get one or two of those drains. It's absolutely devastating. So, yeah. uh, you know, especially with like Snuva and I, Snuva, when they have a bounty, if they if you come down and and you put Zyzer's bounty, he deploys for two, one with scum and villainy. So, there are some really um, good options to come down and just. I mean, it's a drain for five. They can't do anything about it. Right. So, so, so what are the, I imagine mains are, are tough, but how does this deck handle, you know, mains, scrubs, control? What would you like to see sitting across the table when you flip it up? Yeah, so um, any, I mean, the idea is this is a, a control deck first and foremost, right? The goal is just to kind of annoy them with some damage and <laughs> limit what they can do for you. And right. pick your spot with the Ellis uh, and some of the more powerful characters like the Boba Fett, um, you know, like the Django, the Dengar, you know, capturing. I think Profit's actually a good matchup for this because of the fact that um, you play Scum and they don't expect it, and you can cover up their sights, uh, which is nice. I think, mm. you, you know, you can't pull the audience chamber because the battleground, I don't think, not on table, so you can't... So the idea is in that situation, you have to get the Jabba's Palace site, but if you get it, you you can replace their audience chamber, uh, make your guys immune. I think Profit's a good matchup for that. I also like any type of like the Yavin 4 operations uh, does really well against that because of the fact that you're doing that direct damage. Um, you know, EBO, you can get to three battlegrounds pretty quickly. So those right. kind of decks. I think with the new meta, I haven't tested it enough though. Uh, right. Uh, you know, the worst matchup, believe it or not, is is going to be there as Goodenum because Luke's on the table. Uh, it's very difficult to stop him because the you know just Luke at that battleground with all the tricks and the activation they get it. it it's very difficult to stop them. 
Right, it's, and it's, it's, I mean, that's why Matt Wadden played it, played it, uh, there is good in him at the MPC this year, because he expected everyone in his, in his bracket to play Agents of the Black Sun, and he was, he was basically correct. Yeah, any type of Agents, it's going to be rough, but I think any type of uh, balanced deck does really well, this does really well against the balanced deck. If it's all mains or all, um, you know, it's going to be difficult, but you can you get a little lucky here or there. Okay. Um, so my, my thought is my, my question when I tried to play this miserably and I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Um, so this is a deck that plays scum and villainy that does not play Jabba. How reliably, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, how reliably do you actually get scum out and does scum maybe function a little bit differently in this deck than it might in a deck that's more a hundred percent gonna get it every time i mean you should be able to get it pretty i mean listen when you know assuming luke's not on the table you can peek and find it and do the math and and get it pretty easily and so that's the idea is you know in certain matchups you're going to keep luke off the table you're going to be able to peek you do some damage and then you get the cards um you play two effect pullers and two scum so it's not that difficult to find it right and that makes complete sense yeah, um, it's it's difficult, but the, I mean, the biggest thing is you're going to goad them to come down to Coruscant and you're going to, you know, try and get away either through an Ellis. Cause remember once you're flipped, you can see your, your, res- the top card of your, uh, force, your reserve deck. So you can easily leave a couple cards. Know there's a destiny there. They come down and you can just Ellis away. And then if you have surprise, you move the surprise the next turn and they're stuck there. Right. Right. So what's, um, like, what's a good 61st card in this deck? I you know, think... I, Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you know, at one point I did have the Rancor and Trapdoor in here. Uh, <laughs> and, and the idea was against certain decks, if they have like a um, um, Hera or some of those ability two, three supplemental characters that you see, um, in your deploy phase, you then eat you send them to the rancor pit even without the rancor i think it's a good way to do it to just get rid of that key character um i'd like to find a way to put trapdoor back in here right and trapdoor is you draw destiny if destiny plus two is greater than ability you relocate a target to the rancor pit and you only get to do that if you don't have a character there so yeah, and it's your deploy phase. So the idea is at the d- end of the deploy phase, you do it. So you can't, you kind of deploy going at it, hoping you're going to draw decent. Right, uh, right. And again, if it's an ability two, three uh, character, like a Hera, like, um, you know, some of those uh, supplemental characters, you, you should hopefully get it. Right. And then you just get this big beat down at the audience chamber. That's the idea is you just try to avoid a new, annoy them the most you possibly could <laughs> until they make a mistake. Right. Right. Well, I think that a deck like this, um, it lends itself to putting your opponent in, you know, a, a mistake prone position because once you flip over Agents of the black sand, they may think your opponent might think, okay, I know what other 58 cards I'm going to see in this deck. But then as soon as you see the presence, you know, they're on their toes and they have, they have no idea what to expect. Like there's yeah. a whole bunch of cards in here I don't think I've ever seen, you know. Played. Yeah, played. And certainly not in multiples. Um, like I've never seen someone play two surprises. Um, I think the first time I read 
uh, Kiss a Wookie was um, Jimmy French's uh, like original Jimmy Drive list from like three or four years ago and had one copy of It Can Wait, kind of a blowout type card. That was a one of. Here we got three of three of of it. And now that you've explained it a little more about why it's there, it makes complete sense. Who's going to come down? You're going to bounce it back. You're going to stay flipped and you're just going to annoy the snot out of your opponent. Yeah, and, and like some of the cards, like some of the moves, right, it, it, like the double Zizor's bounty. There are times where if you have both in your hand and they drain and you lose one, they're like, oh, he doesn't play a second. I can come down now. I'm no problem. Right. And and there are times where you'll be like, oh, here's my second one. And they're like, who plays two? So it, it, <laughs> it, it really is useful. Um, I've, you know, I've, it, I've never seen anyone play two. And, well, that's the idea is because because of the fact that they're going to be so aggressive against you, right. you, you are going to kill them and they're going to lose the bounty. And the idea is you, you don't retrieve the bounty, but having a second one later really is key because it's all about battle evasion, right? There's the projectives, there's the Wookiee kisses, there's the all those things. You want to try and avoid them wherever possible and just grind them down with damage here or there. And then once you get scum going, then you can start retrieving cards, especially against scrub decks, because you're able to just throw people at them. You'll get destiny and, and you're retrieving more than they expect. Um, right with the meta right now and everybody hating on scum, it's more difficult. And I right. build a different version that doesn't play scum, but the idea is it's still a good concept, right? You, you kind of annoy them in the beginning, get them to go to Coruscant, you move away and, and you go from there. Right. So you're, you're playing this at worlds, right? That's how this is operating. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to answer that question. I, I need to get better against Hitco. You know, we'll see with the new matchup. Because even with Hitco, right, they move the the uh, projection of a Skywalker card or yeah, prophecy. They move, they move prophecy. It's still a drain of four. So right, right, and then you just got to deal with a, a a new Yoda that's super solid and five Jedi Luke's. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Nothing to it. Nothing to it. Nothing okay. to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, you probably could say what you're playing at Worlds on this because I have, uh, I have six World Championship interviews or something like that to edit and put out before I put out this episode. So yeah, uh, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't probably, know what I'm gonna play. Worlds at least Worlds Day One will probably have uh, have passed 98 players. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Oh, man. you know, um, I I probably will play the non-scum version. Honestly. Um, you know, I need to play something I'm comfortable with. I really know the deck well, but a non-scum version with more mains uh, and more supportive characters, I think, might catch people off guard because I think Hitco is going to be everywhere. Yeah, a non yeah, like a, that's a fair analysis. A more standard build of AOBS or 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 a non-scum version of the Twilight Advisor AOBS. Yeah, it's basically Twilight still, but then I play all the chorus on sites, okay. and the idea is again to put pressure on them. Um, and then, you know, again, you kind of get the agent sites out, uh, and then you kind of play from there. I, I don't really know if I like it. It does play, uh, emperor on it. Um, but this one has more resilience because of the scums and the ability to get cards back. I mean, that's pretty unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what I've found lately is I've been seeing a lot more, especially in decks that play audience chamber, they're playing a second grabber, um, to cancel, for example, the new quite a mercenary combo because yeah, you're just gonna have to grab it. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, 
I, I so don't know. I've I've been I've been actually pretty happy. I I don't think Scum is 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 hit as hard as some people are are making it out to be. I think it's I think uh, I th- I think we're st- I all those good aliens are still good aliens. You yeah, know, retrieving two force is still good. My deploy minus one is still good. I think. If, oh if, yeah, Scott. That was one other question I had for you about the Scum version of this deck. It, and maybe you've kind of answered this in a backdoor way, but is the scum primarily there for the retrieval or for the deploy modification? I, uh, it's definitely helps with the deploy because I don't play as much activation, uh, but getting back those cards, like the surprise, the Wookiee kisses, uh, the Zyzor's bounties, all the lost interrupts that you play, uh, the you know you need to get those things back. Uh, control is good if you get a big drain. It gives you a turn to kind of pause and and get your breath a little bit. Um, I, I it's really for both, but getting those key cards back with scum in the battles is really important. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. So we always have one question that we ask guests and or Kendall or myself Every, yeah the person Every who's time. not who's not pitching their deck what is what makes this deck bad uh the, well the biggest problem it has is um it's a think about it all the crappy characters <laughs> right you know I, I would love to find better use than Rees and Snuva um, well now you got Bane Malar yeah, Bane. He's deploy of deploy four, 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 three. four three. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there, there really needs to be better characters in here. I'm not really happy with the supplemental characters. Right, they're just forfeit fodder. Right, right. Reese is never doing anything. I guess he stops barrier, but yeah, it never comes up. Right. So I, I think the idea is typically I'll if I'm going to beat down somebody, I'm going to be in one place and I'm going to neighbor and, and beat them down. Right. So the, the, the barrier very rarely comes up. So I think it does need some better support characters. I kind of I'm not sure the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. I would be curious if any has of the limitations. Yes. I I. I, I I don't, I don't play ABS, but I imagine that um, the limitations on it might prevent you from playing a lot of the new aliens from set 13. So not like the Crimson Dawn folks yeah, aren't going to come in here. Yeah, you can't play them. You know, the, the other biggest issue and one thing that I always kind of run into problems with is Clash of Sabres. Right. So my current fix is Crush the Rebellion and one um, of the... Uh, surface defense V. Right. The other option I've had is I've had three strike blocked in the deck. Oh, wow. surface oh. defense V pulls, pulls, pulls the, that. Okay. Pulls crush. Okay. Yeah. Cause that was the thing that I was wondering about. I was like, do you, do you sometimes start, do a 12 card start? Why is this? No, no. I accidentally did the other day and it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, Kendall, I have been, um, slotting into a lot of decks um, either surface defense V or um, it's lights head counterpart don't tread on me V don't tread on me, yeah. if there are effects that I want to make sure I get on the table but either don't or can't start it's right. like it's a way um, like in CCT the past six months it's a way to get decree virtual on the table right. it's a way to get you'll be dead it's a way to get your second grabber 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's it's got plenty of utility. Yeah, it, yeah, and, I mean usually but it's usually in decks that uh usually you see it in in I mean in in service defense decks in 12 card yeah. starts. Uh I don't yeah. I don't yeah, I, I'm sh- it makes sense to play it in CCT. Um uh yeah, yeah, you definitely cuz hunt down will definitely play two 12 yeah. card hunt down will definitely play two, two service defense. Maybe it's just because I there was only one that it threw me off. And there's not yeah, and there's well, not you, that you many immune to all there's yeah, not I mean, that just, many you other one in it. You need. yeah and it, for scott to have crush here yeah um i mean when i build hunt down decks that lean on presence of the force i start crush because it it protects presence period yeah and and here's the thing i mean this deck's the deck in general is very uh not flexible but it has options so for example you know you've got the uh Jabba's Haven to get back any alien. You've got the Dr. Afra to get back. Uh, you can either put any card on the table to use with na- uh, no escape. You get back any of those droids. You've got the I don't ask for anything twice to get any card back now. Um, you, so you have to be very flexible. And I think because of that, I needed to find a way to stop like crush and sense. So that's why there's an altar in here. Um, one game I altered Presence of the Force on like turn one because I realized it was a bad move. Um, they were about to kick my butt and I drew uh, below and I canceled it mm-hmm. uh, because I just didn't have anything good that I could stop and he was about to drain a lot. But that's right. the thing is, you know, one of the problems is, um, you know, the, the crush and the effect puller are the best ways that I found because once it's there, it's there versus... Because um, what they'll do is they'll cl- they'll cancel it early, and it just happens. You know, some decks will have it in their opening hand; they'll cancel it, um, and then if you grab it, which the, you have to grab that if you really early, um, but then they'll play solo if you let it go to the lost pile to do it again. Right, and you so, know we uh, we 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 had a, an episode where we talked about grabbers and how you use those grabbers, um, and you know one of the things is. It's always an interesting meta when you've got people grabbing lost interrupts or things that you want to hit you cancel because you don't want to see it again via solo. Or I guess in the current meta now, you don't want to see it again via, you know, watch your step playing it from lost. Right. And that's where I've, I've never asked for anything twice really gives you a little more flexibility in this deck because now if there is a card that you randomly bury early, you can at least get it back. Um but, you know, the, the Altar is another card that you talk about the 61st card. I think it might be better to take that card out because I don't, I don't know if there's a use for it, really. Right. Well, I was looking for it. I, I think Aura, Singh, and Joss Purr are the only characters in here with ability greater than three. For Weapon Levitation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like for, but I mean, for Altar, for canceling. Oh, that, like yeah. Like an effect or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also sense. for weapon levitation, because that's the thing is it's in there right. because when it works, Luke comes down turn one or Anakin comes down with, you know, a Ray, whoever, and you take that saber, it just, it really deflates him. Right, right. I can put something on the tilt. Um, let's just cover briefly the, I don't ask for anything twice. This is a new VSET 13 card. Um the important, it's a use or lost interrupt. The important text on here is the lost portion. It's kind of got the Obi-Wan virtual text. Once per game, may exchange two cards in hand, any one card in lost pile, and then that chunk is immune to sense. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can get anything back. I also like the undercard for this is the I torture card, which I saw you play like six of in a deck the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I write, I play eight in the uh, IG88 deck. Uh, uh, I stopped playing them because I just don't want to annoy the hell out of people more than I am. <laughs> Because uh, even if they grab it, you're like, oh, I'll pay four to make you lose five, four, six for us. No problem. I'll do that all day. <laughs> so, and when, you know, with eight of something, it's like, you know, you're just going to, if they put a lot of characters down, they will lose the game. That's it. Right. 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, Scott, that's, that's one of the reasons why I always appreciate your deck ideas. Thank you. <laughs> and I got that from Reed, actually. That was a deck Reed played years ago. But I made it more annoying. So, I don't know. Uh, That's why people used to play Ability One Rebels. <laughs> uh, you have, you have a, a much greater history with the game than I ever could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Two Vs. He's a yeah. uh, Ability One character that people would play. Excellent. Kendall, do you have any more questions for Mr. Uh, Advocate? Uh, no, I think you actually, yeah, you answered you answered most of it. Uh, I mean, my experience playing with the deck was that I played against Diplo, which I can't beat Diplo with my best decks. Uh, just, it's a deck that I just, I don't know how to, I never know how to beat with anything. And I just remember them setting up, him setting up at the, there's so many Tatooine sites and I didn't yeah, know where tough. to go after him. <laughs> And I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I was like, what is this? What I was, I was, I thought maybe surprise was for like Sheezer's bounty somehow or something. I, I don't even know. Does that work? I don't I know. It does. Yeah. I think it, no, it's an immediate effect. No, right. no, it doesn't. Yeah. The surprise is definitely for presence. <laughs> yeah. Um, that this, that made a lot more sense. Once yeah. You said that. Yeah. You know, th that deck, um, that, that is a tough matchup. And I kind of talking through this, I think realistically there are cards. You can take out the altar. You can take out probably the weapon levitation, the we have a prisoner. I mean, there are there are there there is a good five cards in here that you could put more characters if you want it to be a more offensively uh, deck. You could put in two Ara. You can put in... Um, I can't even think of the other bounty hunters, but you can put some some other people in here to make it more offensive easily. Get some more meat in there. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the I guess the the one other the one question that hasn't come up is I mean, this is an AOBS deck that doesn't play Sh Shadows of the Empire, which is the card that makes AOBS really good, right? <laughs> I guess. So, Depends I mean, on I, your mean I, I don't know. I don't know AOBS very well. But like, is that is that something that you is that a handicap that you notice? No, I I'd never played that version. Okay. So, I mean, I, I haven't. I've played two versions, right? I've played this version with the starting presence, and I played the Dark Surgeon version like 1999. <laughs> so, I, I've never played the newer ones. I just uh, it's a different type of deck for me. I, right. I like the control of this. I like to be able to keep them on their toes. Um, you know. Scott, you're not one to play tier one top of the bed of decks anyway, so it's more fun to play something fun. Yeah, Dark, I, you Dark know. Surgeon, solid solid meta choice against inserts. <laughs> because you got against the, what? Against inserts. Because that, yeah. that's yeah. the other deck from that era that I know. You know, the other deck your, your that... Destiny 6 guys. The other card I'd like to play is the, uh, the effect that deploys on Coruscant, uh, bright center of the universe. 
but nobody really has a lot of um, drain bonuses. Mm -hmm. um, you know, something with um, uh, Legend, but Legend doesn't play the system really with the you know the the uh, Maz sites and stuff. Right. Yeah. So it it's not very useful, mm -hmm. but it gives you Coruscant the system. So in the meta, if the meta ever adjusts, this deck can work. You, it gives you flexibility. Hey, put out this card, and now all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, a deck comes along that has a lot of drains uh, bonuses on sites. So you just put that card in, and all of a sudden, you're good to go. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I had the same experience when I ran that card in uh, in my twelve card Death Star. Um, I, nice. I, I used that as I use that was one of the cards that I like used as an excuse of like this is why it makes sense to start the Death Star because yeah. you can play a bright center of the universe. And no, I, I it definitely I'm, never came up. No. I am, um, I'm pulling that, looking that up right now. I have never seen this card. <laughs> Bright center. Um, right. But um, planet that it's farthest from, kind of its non-mirror mirror, showed up in Eric Hunter's um, EVO deck versus me in the MPC this year. And, he, and then he used... You know, Tatooine, and as the Tatooine was his was other systems, then he canceled all of my drain bonuses. I was playing Hunt Down um, on Hoth, which really cut my damage down. Yeah, you target Hoth. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you're playing Bespin, you could do it to the Bespin sites. There, right. It definitely has uses. Listen, it's limited, but uh, the meta has changed where drain bonuses used to be everywhere. Right. Um, it's not as much. Uh, that an issue, but if it becomes an issue, this deck can be flexible on that. Right, right. Well, um, Scott, if you play this at Worlds, I look forward to seeing the deck list posted when the, the dust settles. Uh, and for what, I guess, you know, what the final version is and what are these last five cards that you're going to slot in to you know, deal with Hitco and Watcher Step and whatever else the meta you think is going to throw at it. Yeah, I'm going to try some ideas. I, I do like the idea of uh, putting some new ideas, and, and there are some fluff in here. So I'll, I'll see how it goes. If you have any ideas, uh, you know, feel free to, to email me at scott at starwarsccg.org. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, well I, think, I, think that about, I think that about covers it. We're all, uh, yeah, Worlds are, actually, Worlds is coming up, and this will probably be posted immediately after day one of Worlds. So we will know that, that uh, Scott and I have been eliminated and CRG is moving on to day three um, or day two or whatever. I forget how it works. Um, but uh, yeah, let, let's just take like a minute. Uh, what do you guys think the meta, the meta is going to look like just, you know, or what do you think the meta looked like yesterday when, the, when, the, when everybody played or whatever? I have seen a lot of destiny nine are blasters, three, four different random people all played it. <laughs> And I'm playing, I was playing anything, anything light side. I'm like, <laughs> what do you do? You can't stop that. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it in the new objective. I've yep. seen it in Huntdown. Yep. I've seen it in Huntdown V. Yep. I've seen it in just a mall start deck. Right. Yep, and I'm I've just seen... like, what do you do? Well, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> play space. Yeah, play space. Well, those, those nines turn to 11s basically uh, in Huntdown V very easily. <laughs> or 12 with mall can or you even 12. play mall no you can't even play no, mall no they would be mall. 11s or yeah. they're 10s with the mall deck yep the 10s with the mall deck um I, for 
here, here's what I'm seeing, like, Kendall. I, I think people are naturally going to gravitate toward the fun and new, mm-hmm. at least right now. But if they can't figure out something solid, they will gravitate back to toward what they know at like the eleventh hour. Mm-hmm. So I imagine we'll probably see a lot of, we'll see a lot of legend. We'll see a lot of Hitco. Um, I think we'll probably see plenty of Watcher Step, although that's one deck I don't think people are going to have figured out now. Right. I think it's just a really high skill deck to play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, for Dark Side, um, you know, I've been watching the the the, the Gemp chat and the, the you know, main Star Wars channel Slack chat. I think people are just trying to find out what to do for Dark Side. They're throwing stuff at the wall to see, you know. Basically, should I play ISB or something else? I will yeah. tell you, the new objective, using the third marker and mm-hmm. Chalk yep. and Django, yep. and they're using Maul to make uh, plus three to their weapon destinies, and they're mm-hmm. using the uh, defensive fire to make it plus five, and then yep. plus six with the sight, yep. and, and it's... Um, so, I'm... You just... What do you do? You basically... Uh, pass Jedi test one and play honor the <laughs> Jedi and move on. I mean, that's the problem. You can't do anything, but you gotta, yeah. you gotta stop the drain bonus. So you, you projection it and you maybe honor the Jedi until they get to three sites and you kill them on the third site. Yeah. Or you play menace fades. Yeah. Menace fades is probably a little easier. Course yeah. on uh, CRV start in the light side. <laughs> yeah. I think, I I think that we're going to see a lot. I think we'll see some, some watch your step, some hit go. I think we'll see some shadow collective. Although I don't think, um, I don't think that's going to be one of the, like the best performing decks. And I think we'll see it's some, a hell of some, a lot of fun though. Some hunt yeah. down. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see all that. I think that, um, with 98 players and there's, Three and there's you know three or four people at any given time playtesting in uh, in Gemp. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be coming to this not having played a lot of Star Wars in the last month. Like not, I mean you know I know that Road to Worlds. How many people were in Road to Worlds? Like forty five, I think forty five. So that's even that is like half of the yeah. less than half of the of the. So so there's a there's going to be some there's going to be a big variety, but I do think that we're going to see. The classics. We're gonna see court. We're gonna see. I mean, we're, court and legend are my. I think are the two, like, obvious. Like, I'm. I want to be competitive, but I haven't played in it because November was busy. Like, those are those are two decks that that did not really get hit with. Uh, I mean, legend technically got hit with the errata, but but I I think it's still the but the way you play legend didn't change. Like, I don't think you have to change the deck that much because you have to have two resistance right. people to do the, right. to do the thing. Um, whereas, whereas like, I think no idea had enough errata and ISB had enough errata to, you, even if the Dakers is still good, you have to, yeah. If you're going to play that, you got to figure out what to do differently because of the errata. Right. Um, I'll, right. I'll, I'll tell you a story. So a long time ago, back when I think maybe 98, 99, we had a player in Tennessee named Stephen Lewis. He won one of the match plays, uh, probably, I think, historically one of the best deck builders in the history of the game. And so he goes out to Arizona to play in this big event. 
and plays and, you know, he's expecting whatever it is. He's a really good player and he lost to EV 99. And he was just like, you know, I think the nickname basically is the C in a sense that when you start playing people that you just, you're going to play random decks, you know, we know what the top meta will be. Mm -hmm. And then you get down here and, and it's just a sea of randomness. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that, I remember that because it's like, who expects EV 99? Mm -hmm. We're going to mm -hmm. get into this meta and we're going to see blaster decks. We're going to see, um, anything and everything and you're just you just mm. play the best deck that you can yeah and right. hope you you come out in the top i mean there when i are. when i was when i sat down to start playtesting four of my first five games were against senate and and i mean <laughs> yeah you know, but it was a combination of light and dark and one of them was me playing Senate, but, uh, oh, okay. but, but so, but even that, even then like four of the, of the first, and that was just me trying it out because the good guys won well, the, the election, point, but, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> um, yeah, no effect. And then also yeah. I'm curious if Tauntauns are going to be big Arconas, stuff like that. Right. 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 I think that, um, I have, I have been seeing, I, I wouldn't go so far as saying Tauntauns, but, uh, but, uh, do you know how they work? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do. I but, do. But, uh, they, they react away. They react away from a battle. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I assume that's what you meant. I yeah. could. Yeah. Like, but uh. But I think that like QMC, uh, benefits a lot from the shield not being there. I think the top decks are going to be hunt down, V, yep. and I think um, I think for light side, I'm curious if light senate is playable. Yeah, I think so. I think light and dark senate are both are both playable. It's just that they're hard, so it's got to be so you have to have somebody who is a a good enough player to play light slash dark senate who doesn't also hate playing light slash dark senate because I don't <laughs> think it's like it's not so good that like a top player is going to play it because they because they think it's the I've, only deck that wins. I've gotten killed plenty of times by silver going playing. Dark Senate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Silver Glen or Gogolin has been playing Dark Senate. I think yep, I think somebody sounds. somebody who's like who's like that. But uh, but I don't I don't know I don't know I I don't feel like the 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 top players are people that love Senate. So <laughs> I think Hitgo seems like the obvious answer. There was Worlds, the first Worlds mm -hmm. in Princeton, New Jersey, that Brian Hunter won. I think like. 40% of the dark side players were playing uh, Endor Ops. Yeah. TTO, because that was like by far the best deck that was available, and everybody was playing it. Hitco kind of feels the same way. It's like everybody should be playing Hitco because it's the best deck. I don't well, know. I'll be playing 12 card Throne Room, so. I, 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 dear God, I hope you do. <laughs> I mean, bless you, Kendall. <laughs> I, right. I actually, I'm liking it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. I got a, I got Justin Miyashiro playing it. Uh, I don't think <laughs> Can you he send me your deck list. I'm it. curious how you're playing it. Can you send it to me? It's or no. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can send you. I can send it to you. It's not. Uh, it's um. I mean, we did an episode on it. Um, but it's uh, it hasn't changed that much. Uh, but basically, um, it uses the uh, boss Nass chambers pulling boss Nask and the and the and rep bean. Who pulls the other yeah. location to get yep. just Gungan like really explosive package. activation, and then um, 
it leans a little bit on EPPs, but mostly it's just like an aggressive mains deck. It right. trades off the the difference between it versus a typical throne room is that you're trading off the consistency, which throne room doesn't even have that much consistency anyway. <laughs> but you're right. trading off the consistency for for a little for a little bit more of a chance to be a little bit more explosive. Um, right. Yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't have. Yeah. I, and and I think it's solid enough. And light side mains are good. And dark side is bad. That you know, even if it's not, that's what I love about star Wars cards is you don't have to be light side. Doesn't have to be the best. You don't have to play the best light side deck. You have to play the light side deck that beats the best dark side deck. Um, you know, so, yeah. if, so if yeah, dark side right. is bad, you can play a fun light side deck. Also, I like it cause it doesn't put a lot of cards on the table. So I don't have to worry about like bonuses and effects and stuff. You know, if it's, <laughs> if we're talking about playing eight games in a, in a day. Yeah. I think a counter assault would be good or surprise assault with dark side playing all those scrubby characters. Right. I would not be surprised to see one of them in a deck. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So we'll see where it goes. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Scott, for, for coming on here. Um, Thank very you. interesting deck. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. thanks everyone for listening. And until next time, don't be afraid to play bad decks. Thanks everyone. KindleCast.Ninja, celebrating media, hobbies, and passions since 2014.